Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back, all my healthy living people, living the dream. Okay, now you know why I don't sing for a living. Let's jump right into this thing. Welcome back. Matt Scaletti here. Thank you all for the love on sharing the podcast and rating the podcast. We are climbing. We are climbing the charts in PA. I get a couple emails every now and then saying how many people are listening to this podcast. And let me just say this. It's a lot, and I really appreciate that. It keeps me even more motivated than ever. I didn't expect the type of love that I have been getting, and it just blows my mind. I love you all. I appreciate that. And as you know, I don't waste any time. I love jumping right into the episode. Let's jump right in. As you know, as you you clicked on the episode, you know what we're going to talk about. Five things to avoid in our lives. Now, before I start giving you the five things to avoid, to me... There are certain habits that you can add into your life that could positively change your life. And you've heard it through a lot of the podcasts that I've already recorded, what you could potentially add into your life, whether it's a morning routine, whether it's drinking water the second you get up, whether it's recovering after a long run, whether it's reading, whether it's exercise, a bunch of different things, more sleep, et cetera, et cetera. At the same time, In order to switch a habit around or in order to change a habit, if you're getting rid of a bad habit, you need to add in a positive habit in its place or else you will probably revert back to the bad habit. So for me, in my life, what I did was I used to drink alcohol excessively. You probably know that about me. For a decade of my life, from freshman year of college to six years out of college, I couldn't get out of this spin cycle of treating my body like crap and drinking way too much on really a five night a week basis. Very, very not good thing. What I did without even knowing it was I transitioned from instead of drinking on Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night and more, I exchanged that for going down into my basement of this little row house I had in the south side and I set up a punching bag. I had some weights down there. I would crank music And by the way, my first workout, I think it lasted 15 minutes. I have it in my book. I I wrote about my first workout in the book. I thought I was down there for an hour, and I think I was down there for like 13 minutes. But after I got used to this, I could go down there for an hour, and I would just space out. So I switched out drinking alcohol and staying up late and partying to at night, I would go down to my basement, and I would shadow box. I'd hit a punching bag. I'd do push-ups, do burpees, lift weights, and it was... It completely changed everything. I subtracted a bad habit with a very healthy habit, and my body, my energy, my life began to change. I preface this episode by by telling you that because we're talking about things to avoid in this episode. And to me, if you truly want to avoid these things, the best way to do that is to add in something positive that will take its place. And I want you to think about that as we go through and talk about the five things to avoid in your life in order to reach your potential, in order to maximize your life, in order to be the happiest 
version of yourself. Here we go. We're diving in. Five things to avoid. Number one, this may come as no surprise to you because I mention it often on social media, in my speeches, and on the podcast. Number one thing to avoid to have an amazing life, negative people. Negative people avoid negativity. Avoid people that are consistently negative. It will weigh on you. I don't care how positive a person you are. If you're consistently around negative people, eventually it will pull you down. It is almost impossible to avoid this. I've seen some of the most positive people in the world get sucked into this because that constant negativity will eventually bring you down. Jim Rohn, the guy who mentored Tony Robbins, who is a big, uh, I'm a big fan of his, has a quote that says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. This is a perfect lead-in to talking about negativity. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. The point is, if four or five people that you consistently spend time with are very negative and very gossipy and very talk about other people constantly, eventually it's going to trickle over into your life. This is just what human beings do. We start to act like other human beings when we're around them often enough. Here's the other thing it does, by the way, because I've seen this in a lot of people that I've coached and I've heard questions where I can tell this is happening to other people's lives. Let's say somebody has a great idea. Let's say somebody comes to me and says, hey Matt, I'm thinking about starting a business. Who should I talk to about that? And what happens when you come up with an idea, typically you're gonna tell that idea to people in your circle. And when you tell that to people in your circle and those people have never started their own business, they're most likely gonna tell you you're insane and it's a stupid idea because they've never done it. The point is, if you have any idea you're thinking about executing, the person to ask is somebody that's already executed it. They're going to give you the best advice. I'm gonna do a podcast down the road. It's gonna be called Advice on Advice because I think it's, it's necessary when we hear people giving us advice. Advice is free provided the advice is worth receiving. You need to be careful about this. The point is, back to the negative people, what could happen is if you're around negativity often enough, it's gonna distort your reality. You're gonna begin to think that the world is a bad place. You're gonna begin to think that you cannot succeed. You cannot grow, you cannot level up because the people around you are saying that. And we have our own little worlds, right? These people that are around us, whether it's our spouse or our kids or our family or our close friends or our neighbors, we all have this little world of let's say, I don't know, 10 to 50 people that we interact with mainly on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis. And those kind of create our world and can shape our beliefs and our values. The point is, avoid the overly negative people. And in the substitution, we're talking about substituting negative for positive. I'm not suggesting you hear this podcast episode and text somebody and say, hey, I heard this podcast from this living the dream guy. I'm sorry, Stacy, but we can't talk anymore. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, Maybe you phase out a little bit and just don't spend as much time with people that are overly negative. And as a result, you start adding in people into your life that you know are leveling up, that you know are growing as individuals, that you know are giving back to their communities. Surround yourself with people like that and you'll have a whole different view on the world. You may change your beliefs, you may change your values, you may think, oh my goodness, this is possible? I can do this, I can do that? 
it could be a huge differentiator on how the trajectory of your life ends if you put yourself in a position to be around positive people. Boom, there you go. Number one thing to avoid in this world, if you want an amazing life, avoid negativity, avoid negative people. It will change your life. Number two, the number two thing to avoid to have an amazing life, avoid overusing social media. I'm sure this comes to no surprise to anybody, but I, I'm careful how I phrase this because I worked this out a few different ways as I was writing this out. Avoid overusing social media. I will throw out as honest of ideas as I have, and here's, here's me blatantly honest. Social media has helped change my life. Social media has helped me gain a following and inspire and motivate other people that are connected to me. And to be honest, selfishly, it motivates the crap out of me. It makes, it just, how could you not feel good when you get a social media message that says, hey Matt, I loved your post on so-and-so, I took action, it helped change my life. I mean, it's just hard to not really, really get emotional when I get a message or an email like that. To me, social media can be an extremely powerful tool if you don't overuse it, or, or I should say, if you use it in the correct way. What I often say when it comes to social media is have, do more creating and less consuming. Meaning if you're just thumbing through and you're looking at different social media things and you're, you're just kind of aimlessly going through your feed, that is overusing social media in a negative way. That's what you need to avoid. If you're constantly coming up with new ideas on a YouTube video you're creating or you're making a 15 second TikTok video on whatever you're promoting or you're getting your name out and you're going live on, on Instagram or Facebook, that stuff is great. You're creating content. You're putting yourself out there. You're not being afraid to be vulnerable, being yourself and sharing yourself with your social media crew. To me, that's powerful. And to me, that's how you get your business out there. That's how you get your personal brand out there. You create. And the other thing I will say is this. We talk, I talked about this in one of the previous episodes of this podcast. If you wanna help add value to other people, instead of just thumbing through, when you see a post or something, and hopefully you're only following people that are positive, uplifting, and are gonna help add value to your life as well, because that's huge. If you see something that did add value to you, make a comment on it. Or if you see an inspiring story, comment on that. It's just a nice little way. It takes five seconds. You say, hey, love the post. Thanks for putting yourself out there. This really inspired me today. I appreciate it. You have no idea. I, I'm sure you're listening to this and you've got a positive comment on one of your posts and it feels great. It just does. It feels absolutely amazing. So don't be afraid to throw a comment out there. And I'll say this on the flip side, which I can't help but laugh because I feel, I honestly feel bad for people. If you ever get hate or you get negativity on your social media feed, here is what I tell anybody that asks me that question. I honestly feel bad for people that come at me with a negative comment or, you know, they put a thumbs down on the YouTube video. I mean, I can't help but laugh, but I do feel bad because I was there. I was in a place when I was an alcoholic that I would consume people's uh, content on Facebook at the time and write a negative comment and then get into a war of words on social media. 
If you get into a war of words on social media, for the most part, you look bad and the other person looks bad. Nobody wins in that scenario, even though I thought I was. Ooh, I came up with a better insult. I win. No, I look like an idiot and I regret all of those wars that I got into on Facebook. But I have to admit that I did this because it was a part of my life. It's embarrassing to admit it, but I want to be honest with you. I was one of those people. The point is, if somebody takes the time, let's say you post a 45 second video, somebody takes the time to watch your video and then thinks in their head, wow, that's a stupid video and comments on your content after consuming the whole video and says something negative, I can't help but feel bad for that person. I truly, truly, truly feel bad for the person because they have to be in a difficult place in their life. And I know that because I was there. I was an alcoholic. I was jealous of everybody else because I could not control my own life. And I used that jealousy and that hate to spew out negativity on social media. I would almost guarantee you if you're getting any hate or negativity, it says more about the person that's saying it to you than it says about you. Feel bad for the person, pray for the person, wish them well, but move on. Getting into war of words on social media has never led what I've seen to a good thing. Be careful overusing social media. Back to the main point number two, things to avoid. I often say as well, use technology, don't let it use you. I think some people have said that I like this. Technology needs to be your slave, not the other way around. If you're a slave to technology, that is where you get into trouble. Number two thing to avoid to have an amazing life is avoid overusing or just aimlessly thumbing through the social media feed. Okay, number one thing to avoid, negative people. Number two, overusing social media. Number three, I gotta have to talk about this one a little bit because it may not make some sense right out the gate. Number one, uh, number three things to avoid to have an amazing life, avoid floating through life. Floating through life. I floated through life for a decade. It did not go well. From the age of 17 to 26, alcoholic, lonely, I was a hater, all this crap stuff that, by the way, I'm going to go off tangent here for a second. You know I like to do this. I don't regret that 10 years. And the, the only reason I say that, yes, I wish I could have changed it. I just know I can't change it. And that 10 years of, of difficult place I was in in my life has helped me be overly grateful after I got out of that spin cycle. That's the only reason I say I don't regret it. I do regret some of the relationships that I screwed up and I tarnished because of the things I've said in the past. It, it's painful for me to accept that, but it happened. However, it also helps me be grateful because I never have to be that person ever again. But the number one three, the number three thing to avoid in your life, floating through life. What I mean is don't just go with the flow. If you think of life, if you think of it like a river, most people, and this was me for 10 years, just jump into the river and go the direction of the current. Whichever way the current's going, that's where they're going. Don't be that person. Live your life. And part of this, I think on the flip side of don't just float through life, have a plan. What I've seen in many of these books that I've read on high performance habits or people that are highly successful, they not only have a goal for the next year, the next five years, 10 years, they have daily goals daily goals. I've started doing this recently. It's amazing. I write down three goals I want to accomplish and then it gives everyday meaning every single day. It doesn't have to be some huge goal. Maybe it's just, 
I want to be extremely nice to everybody on the phone today. I want to start out every conversation with a smile on my face. Boom, there's one goal. It doesn't have to be some crazy goal that you need to, it's almost impossible to accomplish in a day. Something small that keeps you going and keeps you focused on where you're going that day in your life. It helps you avoid floating through life and just jumping into the river. It gives you direction, it gives you motivation, gives you inspiration. Daily goals can help you change and live the life that you were designed to live, not the one that you're currently living. Need to have a plan. Make a plan. Either you run the day or the day runs you. And that's what this is all about. Number three thing to avoid is floating through life. Don't just float. Attack life. Make a plan. Go after it. Number four, the number four thing to avoid in your life, to have an amazing life, is dwelling on past mistakes. Dwelling on past mistakes. You've heard me say, your past does not equal your future. Well, guess what? It does if you live there. If you keep dwelling on how you think you've screwed up, I will bet you the present and the future will not look so bright because you're living in the past. Your past does not equal your future unless you live that story. If you live that story, it will chain you down and lock you to that story and you will never become the person you were designed to be. Do not let your past dictate your future. That is number four. As you've, I think you've heard me say, I gave this fifth grade speech where I screwed up. It was five sentences. I got out the first four sentences. By the way, this was a speech in front of the whole school. I think it was fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade row in there. There was hundreds of people in our gymnasium. I had to give this speech for student council. I got out the first four sentences. I blanked on the fifth sentence because I didn't bring my speech on paper with me. And I stood there and blanked out for 10 or 15 seconds before our teacher prompted me to finish the last sentence, which I did. At that point, it was the most embarrassing moment of my life. It probably still is. Here's the key. I could have just let that go and signed up for another speech and kept trying to get in front of people. I didn't do that. I let that story define me for over a decade. And that's not an exaggeration. From age of whatever I was at the time, 12, 12 years old, till probably my late 20s, every time I would get in front of a group of people, this is just how sick this is, I would think about screwing up in fifth grade. I'm not the same person I was in fifth grade, but I, if you think about that story, if you dwell on past mistakes, you'll never get past it. Just like Elsa says in Frozen, let it go, let it go. And it's so true. The song is true. Let it go. Do not dwell on past mistakes. That is the number four thing to avoid if you want to have an amazing life. Number five, the number five thing to avoid if you want to have an amazing life, do not worry about what you have no control over. You cannot worry about what you have zero control over. Let me give you an example of this. Think about it. If somebody in your family around, let's say around the holidays, and you know you're gonna see this person and you just wish they wouldn't ask you a certain thing or you wish they wouldn't say, tell you a certain story or you wish they would act differently, who the heck are we, and I'm using myself as an example because I used to do this, who am I that I can just have people live their life the way I want them to. That is the most selfish thing I could ever think of in my life. And, and guess what? 
If you need people to act the way you think they should act your entire life, it's going to be a lonely and a miserable and an angry and a frustrated filled life because they are not going to act the way you think they should act. I'll give you an example of driving because I think this one makes the most sense for a lot of people. If you're driving and let's say the speed limit is 65 and yes, I'm getting better at not being the person who's driving 64 miles an hour in the fast lane because I've done that before and my wife and a lot of friends make fun of me, but I'm getting better at that. But let's say that I'm in the slow lane and the speed limit's 65 and I'm going 68 miles an hour. So I'm driving somewhat what normal people would drive and you want to be going 72 and you get angry at me because I'm not driving the way you want me to drive. And I'm using this example because I've done this in my own head. Who am I to want somebody to drive exactly the way I think is the right way to drive? That's just my opinion on the way somebody should drive. That's not the way it actually is. It's amazing how we try to manipulate people in our own heads to live the way we think they should live. I'm getting to the point, and I'm not there yet, but I'm working on this, where when somebody is so different from me, to me, that's who I can learn from. That's beautiful. Those are the people I need to be interacting with, not wishing they were more like me, but learning about how they got the way that they are is fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. The weather is also another example. You know, you have somebody that has an event that's outside and you know, they say, everything will be fine as long as the weather's good. What they're saying is, everything will not be fine if the weather does not cooperate. They're putting their worry based upon something they have no control over. If you tie, and this is a classic thing that I always say in a lot of my speeches, if you tie your happiness to things you have no control over, that is the ultimate and the perfect way to be unhappy your whole life. Think about it. If you have no, you have no control over something and you tie your happiness to that, the, the easy way to say it is you have no control over your happiness. That's exactly what that means. If you tie your happiness to things you have no control over, you have no control over your happiness. Don't do this. The number five thing to avoid is worrying, worrying about things you have zero control over. Let's just do a quick recap and then I'll fire off the challenge for you and then we'll get out of here because I'm so appreciative you listen to this episode. I'm very passionate about this one. The five things to avoid to have an amazing life. Number one, negative people. Number two, overusing or misusing social media. Number three, just floating through life. Number four, dwelling on past mistakes. And number five, worrying about what you have no control over. The challenge is pick the one that stands out the most for you and decide to make a habit of avoiding it. At least decide for today, you're going to avoid whatever this habit, this habit is. Or this week, decide, make the decision, commit to avoiding this negative thing that's holding you back in your life and just see how it feels. See how it feels if you avoid it for a day, for a week, for a month, and see if you don't increase your feeling, your energy, your positivity in your life if you avoid one of these five. Just pick one. Or do this. If you can't lessen it, at least lessen it. If you can't completely get rid of it, lessen the amount that you use. So let's just say if it's social media and you spend three hours a day just scrolling on social media, imagine how much more you could create if you only spent one hour a day in it. 
Then you could spend two other extra hours reading or creating content instead of consuming and just aimlessly scrolling through it. Pick one, pick one of the five, commit to avoiding it or lowering your usage of it and stay committed to your decision. Again, as you always know, I ask and beg you for feedback on this podcast. I beg you for feedback on what you're going to avoid. Reach out to me, send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, email me, let me know what you're gonna avoid. And once you avoid it, I can't wait to hear how it's changed your life, how it's positively impacted your life. Man, do I love these podcasts. I love you for listening to it. I'm out of here, we'll chat soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker. At Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much.